Everybody now. La 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 la. la, la. Hit the haze and the hose. So this uh, is played by the band when Iowa wins a game or a wrestling match or lacrosse or anything. Um, And I really am praying that this is playing loud and proud all night long in Iowa City. Because the Hawkeyes, uh, by the time this is aired, has already played and um, hopefully have already beat Penn State. By the time you hear this this podcast, you will know if Hambone is horribly depressed <laughs> or if he's still somewhat making it. So we're in Dallas State Fair. We did a bull ride last night that was actually really good, better than most extreme bulls I've been a part of, to be honest with you. It was just an open bull riding. It was um, a it was kind of an invitational invitational type thing. But the venue um, was awesome. Yeah, you know, uh but but tonight's the BFO. Yeah. Um, Red River, what is it? The Red River? Red, Red River Rivalry. Well, that's the football game. What are we no, calling no, this? That's, that's the BFO, too. The Red River Showdown. Because it's Weston from Texas versus Austin Ashley from Oklahoma. Oh, and uh, seven other guys. Yeah, and then, well, no, that's how they got them seated. It's Texas versus Oklahoma also in the bullfight tonight. In beautiful Dallas, Texas, uh, where rump chatting from the La Quinta Inn. Do you know what La, La Quinta means in Spanish? I do not know that. Denny's nearby. Denny's nearby. Um, I I hate to complain about uh, having jobs because oh obviously- Oh, God, you're going to complain? I am going to complain. Dude, I'm going to tell you no what. No way. I hate traffic. It Dallas sucks. Dallas, Texas. I hate Dallas. Like, it's cool. Once, you, once we got to the building yesterday, uh, which was the home of the 1959 NFR, so- yep. Uh, for everybody listening, the place where we had the bull riding and where the bullfight is going to be is in the Coliseum that's right by the Cotton Bowl. And when I say by the Cotton Bowl, I don't mean like it's down the street or it's around the corner. I'm talking about it's like, what, 30 yards yeah, it's from the Coliseum? Close. They're right next to each other, yeah. So when you're on the fairgrounds, like you can walk straight from the uh, Cotton Bowl into the Coliseum. So it's, it's right there. And I left... Um, on Friday morning, and I had no idea. I've always heard about Texas OU and, you know, oh, yeah, it's Texas OU, yeah, Boomer Sooner, you know, and then Oklahoma sucks. Like, everybody just says the other team sucks and just talks shit. Like, it's, it's, a, like, it's a big deal, but, like, when I got to Oklahoma City, headed south, it was pure traffic, okay? Crimson now, and cream. To define the traffic, people who go to OU must have a lot of money. Um, because like every car, it was like super nice, like Ford Expeditions and like brand new Tahoes, and they all, you know, have like not the tag, but like the thing that goes around the tag. Yeah. That says like the license plate holder. Boomer Sooners, and they all got like the silver OU on the back, and then like, you know, we're on the cars that weren't windows tinted it was like two probably 40 year old mid 40 uh couple with matching sweatshirts on oh yeah like three kids in the back on their ipads and they're all wearing like ou shit and then there the cool thing was then there was like four or five old buses like school buses that were like chopped in half so the back's like a party deck 
Now those guys were pretty cool, and yeah. there was a group of guys that were in a shitty, shitty F one fifty, and they these guys had no shirts on, and and uh, I don't know if the guy driving was boozing or whatever, but they were having a good time, and they pulled up like behind me. I'm looking at them. They got their ones hanging out the window. I'm like, what in the world? So they got this sign. So they come by me and I'm, you know, kind of look at them and they show me the sign and it says, show us your boobs when a smile. <laughs> Did you show them your boobs? No, they went, they, when they seen who I was, not, the, not that they were like, oh, it's Justin <laughs> Rummer. Like, yeah, we don't want to see his boobs. So then they just, his moobs, they his just, haul, they hauled ass by. But I was like, man, that kind of took me back. I've missed the young days of, did you guys ever do that on the school bus? Like on the way to like football games, make signs and say like, Hulk, if you're horny, or show us your tits, win a dollar. No, we didn't either. No, but we. <laughs> I remember one time a buddy of mine flashed the the shocker sign to a gal walking, and she called to school. And by the time we got back, yeah, we ran a lot that football practice. Well, yeah, I mean, like it was dumbass. The thing about it is, like back in the day, it was like cool to do that, and these these I. I guess I drank, there. I drank Mad Dog 2020 banana Blah. red wine after a JV football game on the back of the bus. That Blah. was a genius idea. That's Mad Dog. Do they still even make Mad you Dog bet. 2020? Yeah, you can get a Chan's Beer Barn drive through on Chadburn in San Angelo, Texas. Gross. It's on the last cooler on the left. You know, you should buy that and give that away to uh, the champions at San Angelo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but don't really promote it. Here's your it. crystal cup and here's a bottle of Mad Dog like 2020. At the, at the scent shootout, when you stand up with your, uh, with your big check, they hey, you just ran. I want to level a challenge to our listeners. If you've never had Mad Dog 2020, I challenge you, go to a liquor store and ask and buy a bottle of Mad Dog 2020 and have a drink. Isn't it? Okay, mm -hmm. I haven't had Mad Dog 2020 since I was yeah, and 16. Yeah, when when you could just, it didn't matter if it, it was that, alcohol. Isn't it like you, a, it's like a, isn't it like Bartles and James, but heavier? It's like Bartles and James, but like, it's like somebody took a shit on Bartles and peed, on, and peed on James. It tastes that bad. Well, it's just it's just gnarly. It's just cheap. It's like it's made in a in a in a still in the back alley of I don't know. It's just bad stuff. Yeah, who, who makes but, Mad Dog Twenty Two? I don't know. I don't see. I'm not saying drink the whole bottle. <laughs> no, no. You want to be gangster? Yeah. Show me your gangster. Yeah, get you a pull. Show me your gangster without showing me your gangster. Drink a bottle of Mad Dog Twenty Twenty. Do they do they even still make uh, Bartles and James? Is that even still a thing? I do not know. I haven't bought wine coolers again since I was in high school. You know that, trying to impress the ladies. I did too. <laughs> I used to. I I was kind of a bitch. Like I when I was in high school, I had Lance Britton uh, buy me some strawberry daiquiri uh, Bartles <laughs> Bartles and James wine coolers. It's been over ten years, Lance. They can't come get you. <laughs> Lance was fighting bulls in Iola, Kansas, and he went to the store and bought Bartles and James in strawberry daiquiri because that's how I was going to impress the chicks. Hell yeah. Hey girls, you guys want some strawberry daiquiris? Here's some Kyle's, Kyle's Hard Lemonade. Well, that's kind of gay, but whatever. <laughs> you ever seen the sleeper of a 1981 international cab over that says Rumford Rodeo on the side? <laughs> Here, let me get these pornos out from underneath the mattress. They're my dad's. <laughs> no, they, weren't my, they weren't my dad's. They're a truck driver. <laughs> Which he had a lot, but that's a whole different story. Uh, and there were the legit porn, the porno mags too. Like, 
There back, was there was no manscaping back no. in those magazines. No, that was back when you got them at the flying. Well, before flying J's were just a, so, a white sign with black letters that said truck stop. Yeah, those, <laughs> those ladies weren't going to uh, manscape.com and putting in code rumpchat20 for 20% off an no. order. You can, but they weren't. But anyhow, full on. <laughs> got sidetracked there between. Buckwheat on a bad hair day. Oh, but uh, yeah. So anyhow, back to what I was saying, the. The traffic was uh, extremely crazy. And you know what else is crazy? Not everybody knows. And I'm going to get to that here. I'm going to expound, spell it. I'm going to expound on what I'm talking about. But I stopped at Bucky's in Denton, Texas on the way here. And every gas pump was full. And I go inside and every urinal was full. Those places are insane. So, to Hambo, like the I want you State Fair every day. I want you to describe for people that don't know what Bucky's is. Bucky's is like the Walmart of the, uh, like a Walmart um, the day before Thanksgiving, um, every day. That's what Bucky's is every day. There's probably I would say at least uh, at least a hundred pumps. Oh yeah, easily probably. There's over um, 100 pumps probably, and no semis are allowed in there. No, no semis, no overnight parking. Um, you you know, it's I pulled in one with my truck and trailer, but it's tricky because, I mean, it's they're so busy. And they have delis, and they have like a bakery, and they've got every candy imaginable on a wall, every the, jerky imaginable on a wall. They, All their own brand, though. Yeah. All their own brand. They've got uh, uh, shopping, clothing, lawn chairs, paintings, every <laughs> deer feeders, yes, deer, deer corn, corn, grills, Traegers, Yetis. Yeah, it is. It is insanity, but it's almost like you have to go. And they, um, they pride themselves on their bathrooms. Like they have people that your job, you never leave the bathroom. They pride themselves on how clean their bathrooms are. So like they have bathroom attendants. That's all 24 hours a day. You have to when you have that many people in and out of there. It's it's uh it's yeah, it's like the the team roping at the Thomas and Mac all day. <laughs> Just full of people, full of people peeing. Um but Bucky's, it was so full. <laughs> I'm joking. And everybody in there's got OU shirts on or Texas Texas sucks or Boomer Sooners, um, OU over or overrated, whatever you know. But the Bucky's was full, and so get down here to Old Dallas, Texas, and you know, uh, come to the La Quinta yep. down by the Denny's here <laughs> in East Dallas, which uh, you know it's a pretty nice place. You take away the horrible uh, gang violence and all the drug dealers, and yeah, and actually, it's not we're a, North Dallas, whichever where we we're are, North Dallas. Uh, so uh, I put in my GPS. Uh, you know, to how to get to the building. Yeah. 13 miles. Yep. 42 minutes. <laughs> I know. It took 42 minutes to go 13 miles. Is that not just absolutely ridiculous? Like, you know, we always talk about the rural lifestyle and rural America, which I love. And, you know, sometimes when people from the city are like, uh, I didn't live out in the country, bunch hicks out there well guess what city people it's never taken me 42 minutes to drive 13 miles in Ponca city not even on a lawnmower yeah (laughs) 
And the the other thing about the traffic is like you gotta you gotta have some balls to drive this Dallas traffic. And and then we're doing it in Dooley's. So I was the same way. You know, we came and uh, we stopped and had lunch with Witt's family. And um, so I left there, and it took me almost an hour to go. It wasn't. I mean, it was more than twelve. I don't know. It was stupid. But we were taking side rows and everything. I was. I've never paid so close attention to your your uh, directions on your phone. You know, you're actually looking at what exit it was, what street you were turning on because I don't get nervy that often driving, but I was nervous. Like this Dallas sucks. Like just for the traffic wise, it sucks. Do we wonder if we have any listeners in the Dallas area? Probably not. (laughs) Probably. I, I, well, there's a reason that people from the city are always so pissed off. You know, mm-hmm. that's why there's so many shootings around here. If you had to drive through this traffic. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of that, we, yeah, we come last night and we had to, we had a traffic jam right by our hotel because they had this guy handcuffed on the curb with the street blocked with two cop cars. Yeah. Boy, that makes you feel good. Loading your family into the <laughs> La Quinta. Now, once we got in, this is a brand new one. Like it's very nice. This, yeah, is, a, very, this is a very nice hotel for, for La Quinta. You think, oh boy, but uh, no, anyway, it was, uh, it was stupid, but. The Texas State Fair. Glad they're having it. You know, yeah. glad they had it this year. It was a great show last night. Uh, for for what it was, you know, kind of didn't know. Uh, I think it was supposed to be a tough Heedman bull riding, but I don't know that didn't work out. And so, basically, they you know, Joey and his crew produced it, uh, and it did a great job. You know, um, Colby Yates always does TV. Yeah, he did good live. And it's good to see. He doesn't usually go live. Cicely uh, uh, Blair was was Blair. It's Cross Um, Secretary, and it was like, oh man, it's like. And then Chris Rankin was our production manager. Was like, man, back in my old CBR days, the old crew was back together. I miss the old CBR days. Those were fun days. Well, and I only did four events, and I went and packed panels. Because you got fired. fired Me, you had to pack. I cannot. No offense, Ambo, but I can't see your pretty little hands. Just that wasn't part of the deal. Packing around. Yeah, but you know what? Uh, the guy who fired me, long gone. CBR, dead. Guess who's still kicking? Biatch! That's true. But the CBR days were fun. I mean, they're super fun. Easy. Yeah. You know, buck a bunch of good bulls. And uh, speaking of which, Paulo Krimber. How many people remember Paulo Krimber? Paulo Krimber could ride. He uh, was PBR finals. NFR. NFR. Like, when was he... I would say he was like what mid two thousands, early two thousands. I want to, yeah, I want to say early two thousands. I'm gonna look it up. I, Paula was, and I never really knew him, knew him, you know. But I, I'd see him around because I, you know, good friends with BJ Schumacher and Freddie and all them, and 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 uh, Brian Richardson, Matt Austin. You know, it was uh, there was a great group of guys. Kind of when I started hanging around U.S. Smokeless days, and. Um, and Paula was, you know, we didn't hang out with that group, but that's when he was riding. And I remember one time at Cheyenne, and I asked him about this last night. You know, I was like, hey, you know, Hambone, I don't know if you remember. And he's like, oh, yeah, for sure. Super nice guy. And uh, I, I remember at Cheyenne one time in the beer tent, I asked him, I go, hey, so you've made both, you know, NFR and PBR finals. I go, what, what was a cooler experience? And he told me, he said, there's nothing like standing on those yellow shoots at the NFR. Yeah, he said that was his dream. So we tell you about Paulo to get to this part. On Rump Chat, you and I have both been very guilty of talking shit 
Well, not really talking shit. No. More pointing out. Pointing out that so many times you see these young kids that have zero endorsements show up at these events and they've got 6,000 patches. Yes. American Hat Company, Resist All, Levi's, Chadburger Bucking Bulls, Cinch, Wrangler, you know. Heating Auto and Body. Everything. Like, they're just so covered. J-Bar Meat Company. They're so covered up in sponsors that you almost don't take them serious because you're like, dude, you're 13, you know? Yeah. It's not like these major corporations are going, hey, we got this 13-year-old. We're going to give him 15 grand. So, the I didn't know it was Paulo's son. So I see this kid and he's got on a shirt with more patches than I mean from the from the cuffs on his sleeve like up to his neck. He up had to on, the collar. He had more more and on the collar. More patches than Tyson Durfee. <laughs> which that's a whole nother deal. And I like Tyson. Uh but I was like, oh, look at this. But Tyson's also world champion and made yeah. the NFR God know how many times he's earned those. But he's got a shit ton of patches. Okay, that's good. That's good for him. Yep. But so anyhow, I was, I, was like, I was like talking shit in my head. I'm like, look at this little motherfucker, mother, mother fudger. <laughs> I didn't say it. I didn't say it. I, look, look at this little dude right here. I mean, he's got more patches. And I'm like, man, I don't know who he, he thinks he is. So they introduce him in the uh, the opening as Paulo Krimber's son. And uh, so I thought he was in the John youth. Krimber. I thought, man, this kid's uh, probably just in the youth deal because they had five five bull riders in the youth event. This little kid got on a bucking bull from Cullen Pickett's and did ride the absolute crap out of that bull and spurred him. I mean, I'm not kidding you, y'all. This was a bull ride. It was on the Cowboy Channel. Yeah. So if you've got it, go watch Go watch it. Uh, I think he was in the last section. He No, second to last. He was in the second. Well, there's third, three sections, but... Rode this bull. I mean, rode it. It was a, I mean, a hell of a bull ride. I was literally impressed. If it would have been at a PBR, that'd have been a 91, 92 point. It'd have won any extreme bulls. It'd have won around the NFR. It was that good. And this boy's 16 years old. Then he played a full game of football last night, high school football. So he gets off and he's over the corner and whatever. And turns out he's like the most, uh, very humble, humble, nice. Great talker. I walked over. I said, man, great job. He's like, I really appreciate it, sir. I'm like, don't be nice to me. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like, you're supposed to be a dick. Just the nicest kid ever. Nope. And, and his dad and uh, uh, Jose, uh, one of the top PBR guys right uh, now. Was it Jose Lima? Lima? I don't know. So they're, they're helping this kid. So at 16 years old, he's got his dad, PBR, NFR. This kid might be the next deal. I, no, I don't want to say might be. I want to call it that that uh, Paulo's son, John, is it? John Krember. John Krember will be a world champion in five years and something. Wow. I mean, think about it. Jess Lockwood did it when he was, what, oh, 19? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. He, uh, yeah, and, and I talked to Paulo afterwards, man. I said, man, what a hell of a ride. And, you know, he, again, very humble. And, and he was telling me, because he, he didn't get on the bounty bull because his wrist hurt. And he's been fighting wrist problems. And this kid just played a full game of Texas high school football last night. And and then so Paulo is really having it because he wants to go get on everything. And he's yeah. having a really gauging back and kind of say, hey, man, you got to take care of your body. Because like Paulo said, his body's not fully grown. So he's got a great uh, 
He's got great leadership in his father to uh, to keep him grounded and everything. But it was just cool to see. I mean, this kid could compete right now. From what I saw last night, he could step in at any Extreme Bulls and compete. Oh, yeah. It was that, it was that impressive. So I guess in a way I kind of have to back up my – my thoughts on he's earned the patches though yeah. not the kid that is there getting on ponies you know on a bronc riding like the other kid it. the other kid that kind of made me mad last night in the junior bull riding was the one that bucked off and then threw his helmet against the chute oh yeah yeah i didn't think that's cool like that's not that's not is that what you want to be when jesus comes back little joe dirt mm. i don't think so so uh let's take a little break here <laughs> We got the, the the Papa John's pizza and wings that Rump ordered have just so arrived. hungry. And so don't let him act like we got to take it. Well, we will have a gold buckle beer. Let's with have this. a gold buckle beer break and a little Let's pizza. Let's have a gold buckle beer. Um, I don't even know. Let's play something. I oh, I don't. I'm, these are all these cute little cue buttons here. Do we have any music on these? Nope. <laughs> nope. Oh, yeah. Play that. No, no, play that pink one again. You're welcome. We'll be right back to a magical rope chat. Oh. Welcome back. It's Rump Chat, episode 780. Who knows? <laughs> when I came home last night. Okay, here we go. You wouldn't make love to me. You were fast asleep. You wouldn't even talk to me. Coming home intoxicated. I said I just wanna love you. <laughs> How do you know this? I got this on my iTunes. Okay, here we go. Give it to me, babe. Oh, this is the best song ever. That features the saxophone. The one and only Rick James. Give it to me, baby. On Rick Chat. 97.3. You know, the best part of this song is coming up with... All right, well, let's keep it going. Like, with, no problem. It's just why we can't go on YouTube. Give me... Um, <laughs> and I've, I've got the lyrics even right here. Let me... Okay, here right there. Give it to me. Give me that stuff, that funk, that sweet, that funk is stuff. Say what? Give me that stuff. That sweet, funky stuff. What are he's talking about right there? You know, we got to get another announcer on here to read this. Give it to me what you say. Give it to me right away. Give it to me. <laughs> I love Rick James' lyrics. Let's get Wayne on. Can we call Wayne Brooks? Uh, Do we have a way to hook up a phone? Yeah, well, that's my phone's playing right there. Um, when I was high last night, out all night just dancing. You said, let's go home. Come on, Rick. I'm tired. Let's go home. That's the time I start romancing. I said, how can I love you, baby? When your body keeps on moving. I said, just wait till I squeeze you. Maybe then we'll start grooving. <laughs> I want to write let's, a song. Let's, uh, we need to send that to him and see if he'll do it. I'm going to send it to him right now. 
Yeah, say well, if we call you, will you please record this? <laughs> no, I bet he won't. He's at the Badlands Circuit Finals. Yeah, it's eleven thirty there. Yeah, they're working their day sheets. They're what day sheets? About now, right now, he's getting a salad with Tallman. Tallman would go to lunch. Ah, give me that tri-tip salad, beef, cows. Yeah, the Badlands Finals. I've got to work that before, so it's, it's a pretty good time. Yeah, you don't have a circuit finals this year, do you? Well, I don't, but it's not because. Mm. Shut up, Hambone. Can't the, work the, uh, the old Ram circuit finals. No, no, and I the word is on the street. The Ram circuit finals is going to be in in Colorado Springs. Really? That's the rumor. I don't. That's rodeo rumors, rumor but. mill. That is rodeo rumor mill. That is uh, strictly that is non factual. Um, so it's don't floating t- around. It's floating around. So We're, don't write us a mean mean message. Yeah. On Insta, but I mean, like, it's not, I don't think rumors are bad to spread if there's some facts behind it. I mean, the fact is they're actually talking about having it at Colorado Springs. Yeah, and I heard that too. Which and I don't think would be a bad deal. I mean, Colorado Springs is cool. It's, it is kind of weird to me to have a circuit finals in, in July, the middle of the year. During Sheridan and Casper and that little rodeo in Canada, Calgary. Oh, Calgary. Calgary, oh. yeah, that little rodeo up there. That yeah, that's um, Stockton Graves' his retirement rodeo. <laughs> Goes up there and wins a buttload of money and brings back to America and punches everybody and coaches kids and college rodeo. Um, uh, on a on a somber note, speaking of college rodeo, uh, the great Craig Latham uh, passed away. Uh, Craig was a great many time NFR bronc rider. Traveled with the At Bowers. He was actually one of the At Bowers. I mean, he was considered a brother. To Robert, Danny, and, and, and Billy, um, you know, coached so many young men uh, and women, but so many young men went on to great rodeo careers under his leadership. I've met him a few times uh, and um, just a, always a super nice guy. He was a cowboy. <clears throat> he was a cowboy's cowboy. He was a, yeah, he was a rodeo cowboy that was a cowboy. You know, there's yeah. so many rodeo cowboys that are not cowboys. But uh, but Craig was one of them, and so condolences to him, to his family, and and uh, God bless him, and, and thank you, Craig, for all the years that you've guided so many. Oh, and all the lives. great, all the great kids have came at, came out of Panhandle State University. Yeah, the, yep. all the talent there for a while. Like they, well, they still call it Bronc Rider U. Oh yeah, you know, but they've done a lot over there in Goodwell, Oklahoma, and college rodeo season is back in full swing there. Actually, in Stillwater at Oklahoma State this weekend with the Central Plains region. Which you so, had some success in? Yeah, in 2001 when I beat Stockton Graves in the steer wrestling. <laughs> oh, Stockton didn't win in 2001, did he? Because old Big Bear Rumford did. But he so, went to the NFR, probably. Yeah, you know, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't want to go to the NFR. The NFR is too much pressure. I stuck with the yeah. Uh, you're over it. That's yeah. you're selling. You go to the NFR. You're selling out. Yeah. If you, I'm not. I'm not, not a, a sellout. Sell yeah. <laughs> Nonconformist. <laughs> when people tell me to do stuff, that's I a say big no. word for bear. No, I seen a sign that says nonconformist. And word it had, of the day: toilet paper. No, it said nonconformist. There's a billboard right down here in Dallas, Texas. A billboard of a triangle trying to walk through a square hole. It says nonconformist. I thought it was funny. Because it's a triangle. <laughs> Shut up. <clears throat> uh, but my big uh, my big college rodeo is coming up. Texas Tech, the end of the month. Yeah. At Cook's Garage, where they have big, like, big bands. They have a, built a quarter million dollar stage 
yeah. outside of the bar that's going to be connected to the rodeo arena. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about that because I'm actually going to work the next weekend. They're having a PRCA rodeo. So Friday it, night, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, concerts after the rodeo. Well, last year they had they the concerts were uh, ones I kind of knew, like Diamond Rio was there last year. And uh, let's see, Cook's Garage. I, these are all Texas country guys, I think. Cause, yeah, Corey Morrow, uh, who is, is before somebody. I can't. Who's What does Corey Morrow sing? Uh, I don't know. I can't tell you. I don't listen that much Texas country. To be I don't either, but everybody's talking about, oh, Nelly's going to be there October 10th. Yeah. Wait, that's today. That's today. He was in Cristobal, Texas last night. We talked about this at Little Cooper's Barbecue. Oh, man. Nelly was there. So, an outdoor stage. It's a badass setup. Don't get me wrong, but just but Nelly Coop- Juvenile. <clears throat> uh, 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 uh. Nelly should pay us for as much name drops as he gets on so, here. So, um, and I know uh, my good buddy, Red Shahan, is yeah. going to be playing. Okay, so. I like Red. He's going to be playing at, at uh, Lubbock? Uh-huh. Okay, so here's what's going on at Cook's Garage. Cook's Garage um, is a huge place. It's not really a bar. It's like it's like two huge, huge sheds. It literally was a garage, it, a, like a fixer-up garage. There was junk cars. I mean... Well, that's, that was this man cave. Like, that's how it started and turned into a bar. Mark Chestnut is there next Sunday, Saturday. And then Candlebox... Where the river flows. Yeah. Candlebox, Sunday, October Candlebox. 17th. Cole Wetzel. I don't know him, but... He's good. He's he's more like Southern Rock type country. Texas Tech College Rodeo Days. At Cook's Garage. Yeah, I just... I don't know. I don't know these guys. But limited inventory. Oh, they're about to sell out. But Jared Hofstetter and the Texas Tech uh, team there is just absolutely amazing. Like... It, it's a college rodeo, but it's like a pro rodeo. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I've said that a lot, but, I mean, I'm pretty excited. That's the same weekend as Roping Fiesta in San Angelo, Texas, where I will also be San Angelo during the day and Lubbock, Texas by night. Yeah. So, You're going to be driving little fool. Yeah, it's only three hours apart, but uh, pretty excited about those upcoming concerts. Um, and also, I'm also excited about... Something I got going in November. You know, I've never... Is that Candlebox? That's Candlebox. Oh, my God. What year was this? Oh, God. I don't know. Um, Tell me, Bill. Did I mean to treat you brave? Yeah. But I did it anyway. Oh, my God. This is a classic. I think every... Every kid in box. Every kid in rural America had this on CD. Oh man, this is. I, I without looking it up, uh, I'm gonna guess this was '97. God, I wonder what ever happened to Candlebox. Oh, I'm sure they're still going. Oh, you were flying off so high, but then you. God, that's a good song. And then it so breaks down, and then they've got a... Uh, hold on. Uh, what else? They got a... Uh, oh, here it is. 
Would you call this a monster ballad? No, I don't think so. Where is it? Is this it? No, that ain't it. Where's the other one? I can't remember what it's called. Oh, yeah, here you go. Were they a one-hit wonder? Oh, no, this was a hit. Yeah, it was. No, I don't think this was a hit, actually. Yeah, it was. I'm gonna try and I'm gonna and I'm gonna push you. Oh, here you go, here you go, here you go. This one I was wanting. Oh, damn it! No, it's not. I'm sorry, everybody. I wonder what Candlebox looks like now because, like, like it or not, most of us have aged. Okay, so if they were popular in 1997, say they're in their 20s in '97, so they're pushing 50 right now. Yeah, I don't know. I guess my question would be, is would it be hard to be grunge when you're 50? <sighs> I think it's easier to be grunge when you're 50 than hair metal when you're 50. Because even as big as Motley Crue fans as we are... Tommy Lee is 60 years old. He turned 60 they, they, Well, they were like the first of that really hair metal. Because they, like, they, they hit an 81. Like... 81. Yeah. That's a long time. I wasn't even born. I was born in 81. And you're old. You're 41. Yeah. Okay, you know Slash? <clears throat> I do know Slash. Slash from Guns N' Roses. I do know him. He was born in 1965. So what's that put him right now? He's 56. That's not that old. Like, Slash isn't that old. No, but what they do to their bodies makes them old. Then how come, answer me this, in this day of modern health and medicine, and you see people, ugh, I'm not even going to say it, but everybody's own oh, vaccination, but, you know, do it, don't do it, do it, don't do it. These guys did drugs, like kids, don't do drugs, but like, how come like all these old rockers that just treated themselves like crap and shot heroin and raw dog randoms, and <laughs> they're all somehow still alive, and then good people... Are just dropping off right and left. I don't know. Let's ask Tallman. <laughs> I'm telling you, there must be something to. <laughs> I don't think he. I don't think he shot heroin. <laughs> like if you think about <laughs> or randoms. If you think about it, uh, Boyd Paul Amos is older than Slash. Wow. Yeah. Wait. Wow. Yeah, and how old is Vince Hilton? Seventy. Your dad is only ten years older than Tommy Lee. <laughs> think about that yeah but my dad is tommy lee looks older than my dad your dad looks good but he's a he's a whitey tidy uh, iowa yeah farming american yeah well now he's a farmer he never was but now he is i had a pretty good he's day the other day on the grain cart well i was going on the grain cart and the guy that was driving the combine said oh it's about time for a beer so i got him a beer and he said man i might need another one i said well you better be careful driving that combine with all those beers <laughs> But the one story, sidetracked again, this is Rum Chat where we just talk about useless shit. I, yeah. Hambone's dad, and we've got to have him on to tell the story about if if you've ever met, met Ralph Tackett. <laughs> a, Ralph A. Ralphie is the uh, mascot of Sydney, Iowa. <laughs> I love Ralph and Janet. Jan, they're awesome folks. And then Cole, you know, he's all right, whatever. But, uh, but 
So when they were younger, they were going to have a goat roast. Goat roast. <laughs> they they called. They lived on the farm, and it really wasn't a farm. But it was a farmhouse on the hills. Well, what did a hill? It was on Third Street, but no one. No, I'm just kidding. I made that part up. But yeah, they had a they had a and Ralph had this 357 Magnum pistol, and he's gonna go shoot this little goat in the head. As a meat goat. Yeah, and he shoots and all whoom, and he shoots, and then that goat just looks at him and goes, bah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't need your gun. Uh, anyway. Yeah, I told Ralphie, I said, I don't know when we can kill this goat with this gun. Yeah, be better off hitting him on the head with it. But anyway, where were we going? Uh, we were James? Talk, so, yeah, we were talking about uh, mu- musicians and concerts, and especially with the fair season, um, the fair season on us. Um, with all the, the different things going on, oh, I was t- I was going to tell you all what I'm excited about. I've never been to a Kansas City Chiefs football game, okay? Yes. And I've got Chiefs tickets, yes. and it's right around the corner, but I'm a little bit nervous because here's why. If I go to the Chiefs game, I want the Chiefs to win, you know? Yep. However, I watch Dallas Cowboys. I've always been a shit talker of Dallas Cowboys. Is that who they're playing? Yeah. Ooh. The Dallas Cowboys are looking pretty damn yeah, good right now. Huh, they're, cl- they're clicking, man. So I guess for listeners out there that go to these games, like what's all the rules to go into these places? Like, can you sneak booze in anymore? Like if you got a plastic thermos that you can put like, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. They, they know all, I'm sure you can. I'm sure people do. Yeah. Not, I'm not asking for me, but I'm just, or you know what? It's even crazier. You can actually buy it inside. Yeah. But at these calls seems like, oh, you want a beer? That'll be $134. Last night, last night afterwards. I bought two super light gold buckle super lights, fourteen dollars for just a twelve ounce can. Fourteen dollars. How much was the Pendleton in the corner? I didn't have any because I was, uh, I had to drive uh, to the hotel, so I bought me and my brother in law Kason one beer. I didn't want to get in the whiskey yet, but Pendleton whiskey is one of the fastest growing whiskey brands in the country. Great taste. Try the nineteen ten. The rye, outstanding. Mm. Pendleton whiskey, drink responsibly. It'll but, make a puppy pull a freight train. Letter buck. Or as Andy Sturt would say, Cha-ching. you put it on top of your head, your tongue will beat your beat your brain out trying to get to it. That's how good it is. Wait, what? If you put Pendleton whiskey on your head. Why would you do that? You're, I don't know. It's Andy Stewart told me that. I did, well, why would you put it on your head? I, I don't know the answer to that. Why would you drink it? You, you drink it, but yeah, so... uh the fairs, the fair food, like uh, it's pretty cool watching on um, on this morning when the on college game day, they're talking about fair food, and uh, so I started researching fair food. There's like people that make a buttload of money, <coughs> oh, like, yeah, do really well in life, mm-hmm. traveling from fair to fair with their food booths. Yep, and you don't think about it, and you go, oh, well, carnies, well. Those cats were making some dough. Yeah, well, like it, it uh, you know, most places um, get the venue. Then, like San Angelo, said that you know, like all of them are set up different, but it's like twenty five percent of their proceeds go to like Texas State Fair. Twenty five percent. What do you mean? Like they sell a burger for ten bucks, we get twenty five cent, twenty five percent off that. No joke, but mm-hmm. still. So you think of the fair food? Like even yesterday, going up. Of course, you had the iconic turkey leg. Yep. Have you ever seen anywhere where you can buy a turkey leg except for at a, at a fair? 
Like no one makes turkey legs oh, just well, for fun. Well, yeah, fair, fair and rodeos. Yeah, I mean, like rodeos that have midways, you can get turkey, but it's turkey like, legs on midways. It's like when you think of fair food, like people try to think of the most oh, random funnel cakes, man. Deep they corn dogs, deep fried Twinkies, deep fried butter. Ugh. Seriously, butter, deep fried, and then with a like a cinnamon. I don't believe you. Cinnamon sugar uh, outside. I'm not. I'm not joking. But how deep can fried you deep fried butter? Deep fried Snickers. I one time at the Orange County Fair and Rodeo Showdio for the old Flying U. I had a me and Steve Godert had a uh, uh, maple glazed Ugh. bacon donut at a wee hour in the morning. Reno knew this guy who had this booth and he made us one. After we were down at the beer garden, yeah, that's a Reno thing. And, to do. Um, and it was actually really good, but my face started to tingle. That was from because the sugar. your artery was shutting down. Yeah, yeah. They ought to. They ought to have an angioplasty uh, booth at the fairs. But anyway, Iowa is known for one of the best states for fair food. That's correct. Iowa State Fair. I'm not even kidding. I'm looking this up right now. Oh, yeah. You're right. Deep fried butter. But that doesn't even sound good to me. No, no. According to this thrill list, Iowa State Fair is one of the best fair food spots. It features cuisine not found in most places. It's pretty much known for three things. Livestock, competitions, now the iconic butter cow sculpture, Mm -hmm. and putting everything unhealthy in food is greater in the Midwest on a stick. Yes, that's correct. As far as options go, the Iowa State Fair actually has more food vendors than any other in the country, topping 200 individual booths. Suck it, world. I did not. Yeah. While the rest of the world's out there trying to do shit, not in Iowa, we got more booths featuring bad shit than anybody. Featuring apple explosions, apple nachos, bacon-wrapped pig wings. Oh. Now you, you would go for those. Like Bur- you just went for those Papa John wings you <laughs> just mowed down. So hungry. This uh, Berkshire Bacon Balls, BLT. <laughs> Berks, Berkshire bacon balls, but this is actually pretty cool. Like if you're in a, oh, this looks cool. So it's got two jalapenos, right? And they're cut and they're hollowed out. And there's a hot dog in the middle, and it's wrapped in bacon and deep fried. Schmiergen, what the hell is wrong with people? No, it's delicious. Oh God, it's like I got to try one now next time I see it. But yeah. The gr- uh, <clears throat> Anyway, what Super else you nachos. got on that note besides fair food? What's on your list? You said you want to talk about Netflix? Oh, man. Yeah. What's your problem? No. Uh, oh, what, you, what are you watching? Well, two things. Manifest. Oh, okay. Y'all, y'all got to check that shit out. It is tr- So, to give you a little heads up, uh, you know, Manifest is a story of these people. They're on vacation in Jamaica, right? And they go to come back and half the family takes a later flight. Well, so the one half goes and the other family, they land. When they land, there's all these people there because they're like, what the hell's going on? They've been gone for five years. Yeah. Creepy. And then... Uh, like the Bermuda Triangle. Well, so then the, the, the whole Netflix deal is them trying to figure out what the hell, where they went because in all reality, they were only gone for, for three hours on the plane, you know? So I've watched Manifest. That's a big one. Also, uh, November 7th, the two-hour premiere, Yellowstone is back. 
Yeah. Season four. So, yeah, I'm on I'm midway through season three. I was I never watched it, um, but you I've been hate it. part of Yellowstone. <clears throat> you hate the, the corny parts. Yeah, but we talked about that. It's okay. I But the storyline's great. It's, it's dark. Good. It it's is. It's a dark show. I like it. The guy, Forrest Smith, you know, the... What's his name in there, Forrest Smith? He was... Uh, Lloyd? Lloyd. Is yeah. It? He was in Bismarck at the Bulls and Bronx all weekend, just hanging out with everybody. They said he's like the coolest guy ever. Seems cool. Also, a new, uh, new Netflix is The Squid Game. It's mm. a, I haven't seen that one. It's like an all-Asian deal where... <laughs> Like uh, all these people that are horribly in debt, like five thousand of them, they get to go play this game, but it's like kids' games. But okay, it's like a red light, green light. But if you go on red light, they shoot you. Oh, have have you seen that Squid no. Games? No, holy crap! Um, pull it up, <coughs> pull up on your phone, play the trailer. Because you got to hear. What is it? No, it's not going to do any good to play a trailer when we're on well, the you a can, podcast. You can listen to the no, trailer. No, how about everybody just go look up the trailer for Squid, Squid Games. Games on Netflix? I That is, sounds dumb. Well, in our house, a lot of Disney Plus. Yeah, you're still on the Disney Plus. Yep. Gus Gus likes him some... Uh, He's pretty into the old minions right oh, now. Oh, you know, that's one cartoon I always, I always thought I could watch was... Because the minions fart and they're always wearing overalls and speaking gibberish, <laughs> taking out the beach <laughs> with Gru. Uh, yeah. So, well, anyhow, that's all about I got today. Until next time, we get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we just uh, we're in the hotel here and fixing to go bullfighters only tonight. It'll be on the Cowboy Channel. Check out that bull riding the Red River Shootout. Uh, that was. Um, last night, actually, the Cowboy Channel posted. I saw a video of John Crimber's ride. Oh, really? The Cowboy Channel does have. Oh, it yeah, on there. check so it out. Go check out that kid. He can uh, he can sure ride. Um, yeah. Uh, what else is there? We just want to thank uh, RodeoPatch.com. RodeoPatch.com. So if you got patches, you need it done. Go to them. They'll take care of all that. Um, Pendleton Whiskey. We are in the planning stages we're almost wrapped up of where we are going to be at during the nfr mm -hmm. we have so many properties wanting us that it's hard to narrow them down um i guess basically what it is it's the one that wants to pay us the most yes <laughs> yes that's where we will be so don't forget rump's rodeo party at the orleans hotel yes every night during the nfr drink specials because they taste good because they taste good it's good on your lips yes so Rup chat over and out. Now this is flows. Candlebox. Yeah, and don't forget, if you missed it, uh, we did a great episode with Boyd Paul Hamus on Rump Chat Raw. Go pay $5, you cheap bastards. It's worth it. It is worth it. We don't make wanna, any money. We're poor. If Dust you want to know what shoes. happens. If you want to know what happens. Yeah, he, he tells his story. Uh, being the general manager at the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo, um, you know, don't think there's anything life-ending, but there is some good information yeah. that you need to know. He explained some things that was that was really neat to listen to. Yep. Uh, good time with old Boyd P. Hamus. More, more raw episodes are coming your way. Yeah, this is not one. This, this is, is not free one. because... This is just a fun Saturday. It's just a Saturday talking. in the La Quinta. Let's go get some Denny's. Let's go. All right. Peace.
Yeah, do I?